Over a million patients a year are treated with respect, warmth, and compassion at Boston Medical Center. It's in this spirit of community that we offer our podcast series to you, featuring our doctors and staff. This is Boston Med Talks. Here's Melanie Cole. Ergonomic or repetitive strain injuries at work are widespread, costly problem, not to mention they hurt when you're trying to do your job. My guest today is Dr. Manny Berenji. She's an occupational and environmental medicine physician at Boston Medical Center. Dr. Berenji, let's talk about workplace injuries. What do you see as the most common way that people injure themselves, and where do these injuries take place on the body? Thank you so much. I appreciate the invitation. I uh, really wanted to be able to address your inquiries. Repetitive injuries uh, happen in all different types of occupations and different types of settings. At least in my uh, current uh, work here at Boston Medical Center, I see a lot of folks from the healthcare industry, uh, from the uh, custodial industry, who do a lot of types of activities with their hands. And as a result of these types of activities, whether they're pushing patients, pulling on various types of items, uh, utilizing a pressure hose, you name it, these types of activities, if they're done repetitively over a course of a month, over the course of a year, over the course of a decade, you actually can calculate the cumulative forces uh, that are required to do these uh, types of activities. And as a result, what ends up happening is that you uh, potentially constrain your tendons. Uh, and this can really lead to people coming up with chronic pain symptoms. So this is what I see in my practice on a daily basis. So if we're just starting to feel our elbow or our wrist at the thumb, whether it's somebody who types a lot or texts a lot, what do you want us to do when we're just starting to feel those things? I always tell my patients, once you start feeling something, come in and see us. The sooner we're able to take a good history we're able to pinpoint what might be the potential exacerbations that might be causing those particular types of pain symptoms. In the instance of repetitive typing, uh, I do uh, deal with a lot of transcriptionists who have to uh, type a specific uh, number of words per minute. And again, you can calculate the cumulative forces uh, 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 required to be able to type at that rate. So really coming in as soon as possible is the best way to be able to troubleshoot and coming up with treatment options as well as preventative strategies. Tell us about workplace ergonomics. What is that, and how can somebody look at their workplace and say, okay, I need to set this up better for myself so that I don't get those kind of biomechanical injuries? That's an excellent question. So at least for folks who work uh, in the uh, traditional white-collar occupations, whether they're doing a lot of repetitive typing um, I always tell folks that it's good to raise awareness among your colleagues. Uh, this is something that we all deal with, uh, making sure that there's awareness about understanding the ergonomics of the workplace and really trying to uh, get additional uh, uh, insight from the human resources department. Um, in a lot of cases, uh, especially with the uh, patients that I see, a lot of times it's just a matter of starting a conversation with the various stakeholders at your company, whether it be your human resources department, uh, whether it be uh, senior leadership. Um, I always tell folks it's good to start small. If you're having this issue, I guarantee you uh, other folks at your workplace are having the same issue when it comes to the workplace and the ergonomics of your workstation. So 
So being able to identify what their current setup is in your organization, and again, just raising awareness among your colleagues and being able to seek out consultations with experts like myself, this is something that could help uh, facilitate the process by which to institute ergonomic changes. Dr. Berenji, give us some workable examples of what you would like us to do as far as changes that can be made to improve our workstation, good body position, good posture, positioning for the keypad or using the mouse. Tell us what you tell people about this every day. So honestly, I learned a lot of this from my colleagues in the ergonomics field. Uh, Really, a lot of this stuff is just common sense. Just understanding your workplace dynamics in terms of how your desk is situated, where your keyboard is, where your mouse is. I always tell folks, make sure everything's in proper alignment in terms of how you reach for these various types of items. Making sure that you're not overreaching for your mouse. Making sure everything is nice and comfortable so you're not having to strain your fingers or your hands or your wrist or your forearm or your, or your elbow. It's really common sense at the end of the day. But a lot of times we have to do our jobs. We have to be able to get things done in a very quick manner. We sometimes forget about the very basics when it comes to proper positioning uh, of our bodies and also making sure that the equipment that we use to do our job is in a uh, is set up in a way that will not exacerbate uh, a potential for uh, problems down the line. Well, now, a perfect example, and I know you say it's common sense, but people don't always realize, should the keypad be at a 90-degree angle from your elbow and your shoulder? Should it be up on an angle? Some people have those keypads that are, like, lifted up a little, but does that strain your wrist and your forearm? Where do you want that, actually, and what kind of keypad should we be looking for, flat or up on an angle? So I always recommend keeping things nice and flat, and what you said was exactly right, making sure that you do have a 90-degree angle between your elbow and the keyboard surface is ideal because you're limiting, you're limiting the forces on your respective joints as a result. But like I said, the best way to be able to uh, determine the specifics of your workplace uh, uh, station is to actually take a picture and bring it to your consultation with your occupational medicine physician or with your ergonomic specialist at your workplace. Having pictures, in my opinion, is the best way to be able to identify things um, first and foremost to be able to come up with those quick solutions. Like I said, making sure that the, the way that your, your station is arranged, that there's no potential for uh, uh, causing repetitive injuries, and a lot of times it's just looking at the workstation and a quick snapshot of your work area can really be helpful, at least in my practice. And as somebody who developed a problem myself, Dr. Berenji, and I changed mouses so that I got one of those penguin ones that shifts my wrist instead of having my wrist pronated, I I shifted it so that now I'm at a more neutral position and my pain went away. So people do have to take a picture. Where does posture fit in? Because, boy, there's a lot of chairs on the market. Some of them are very expensive. What do we want to know about chairs and our posture? So, again, this is another excellent area where I deal with a lot of folks with low back pain and especially the folks who work in an office setting. Um, Having a chair that provides adequate support but at the same time ensures that you're keeping your spine in proper alignment is key. I do know that there are a lot of fancy chairs out there that come at an extraordinary cost, in my opinion, and a lot of times they don't even achieve those basic principles. So at the end of the day, my goal is to make sure that folks 
are able to keep their spines in proper alignment. And if the constraints are that they can't get a new chair, there are a lot of quick fixes that can be implemented to be able to help an individual keep their spine in proper alignment. I'm a big fan of uh, specific types of uh, mats that individuals can purchase for their uh, chairs. Again, ensuring that they're keeping their spine in proper alignment, but not necessarily breaking the bank uh, uh, in terms of buying a brand new chair for it. So again, I always tell folks, when in doubt, take a snapshot of your work area, bringing in to your occupational medicine specialist or your ergonomic specialist. And there are ways that we can help work with you to find quick and easy solutions that are not necessarily cost prohibitive so that you can work at your maximum capacity and ensure that you're not going to develop low back pain, repetitive strain injuries, and what have you. That's great information. Wrap it up for us. Really what you would like people to know about coming to see you when they first develop those pains, whether you want them icing their elbow after a day of typing, really what you want them to know in the take-home message to be about workplace injuries and repetitive strain injuries and their workstation, how they can work smarter. That's a great, great question, and I'm happy to address that. So at the end of the day, I tell folks to keep a log of your pain symptoms. If you're finding that you're in pain at the end of every single day, then obviously that's a problem. I always tell folks to make sure that they're able to take snapshots of their work area. And being able to talk to their family, friends, and specialists in the community to be able to find ways to mitigate those symptoms and making sure that when things do escalate to the point where folks are having pain every single day and it's inhibiting them from doing their jobs, that's the time to come see us. If we're able to troubleshoot things early as possible, we can prevent these types of injuries from uh, uh, snowballing into major injuries that will potentially require uh, major surgical interventions. And uh, like I said, if surgery is needed, surgery is needed. But if we can try to get upstream of those potential uh, interventions and really identify things uh, when they start happening in real time, that's better for the patient. And really, that's something that I'm very passionate about. It's great information. Thank you so much, Dr. Berenji, for coming on and explaining to people this is a really common and widespread problem. And I think that people do need to know about ergonomics and biomechanics and setting up their workstations. Really important information. This is Boston Med Talks with Boston Medical Center. For more information, you can go to bmc.org. That's bmc.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for tuning in.